Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want to read out this email for you. Hi Niall, I have a dilemma and I'd love to hear what your listeners think. Myself, my husband, I have a two-year-old daughter. When it was time for me to go back to work after my maternity leave, the pandemic kicked in and everything went remote. In a way, this was a blessing in disguise for us, as it meant we have both been able to be at home constantly with our daughter while also continuing to work. We coordinate our breaks so that one of us can be with her and work the rest of the around nap time and our hours. It's, uh, it's worked brilliantly for us and we've gotten to build amazing bonds with our daughter. We're so lucky. Over the last two weeks... Um, we've both been contacted by our employers to say that they want the staff back in the offices by the start of October at the latest. We always knew this would come eventually, but I was hoping I could work remotely uh, to be with her for a little bit longer. My husband is all for putting her into a crash all day while we go to work, but I just don't think that it's right or a right fit for our daughter at the moment. I tried to explain this to him and he got annoyed telling me that his sister puts all of their kids into a crash and they're all just fine. I agree, they are all fine and it worked for them, but it's just not really what I want for our family. It's gotten to the point where I'm actually considering taking a career break until she starts school. My husband thinks I'm just being silly and overprotective and that socialising will actually be good for her. He earns a good wage and we could easily get by with me taking a career break. Have any of your listeners been in this situation? Should I take a career break and stay at home with our daughter? Or am I being silly like my husband says and just put her into a crash? I'd love to hear what people have done in their situation. It is a tough call, particularly when you've had that kind of year and a half or so, I'm assuming, to bond uh, with your daughter and all of a sudden you want to put them in a crash. And, do you know, everybody comes up the same line, you know, when we talk about something like this, they'll go, oh, but no, they might need both to work, you know, to pay the bills, Realistically, in most cases, in most, not all, but in most cases where both people are working and children end up in a crash, they don't need to. If you made sacrifices, you could easily not do it. And the experts or the psychologists, the child psychologists will tell you that a child is far better off for the first five years or certainly the formative years of a child's life with the people they love because all a child wants, they don't want toys iPhones, uh, tablets, all those things. They really don't. All they want is you. And all they want is your love. That's all they want. It's great if you can give them all those other things too. But they want your company. And they want your love. And I'm not saying that crashes are a bad place to be. But you cannot replace a parent. And if you want to instill your morals and your teachings and your way of life and raise your child in your image, well then you have to do it yourself. And you've nobody to blame but yourself if things go wrong. Whereas if you do it in a crash, well, then you're trying to try and blame somebody else. So that's just my view on it. But many people believe that it's okay to put a child in a crash. They believe that children turn out to be well-rounded people. They socialize well. They interact well with other children, etc., etc. So there's pros and there's cons to it. But I want to get your advice. So she's at home at the moment. She's back in work in October. Should she take a career break if she can afford to? And I think realistically, if we're all being honest with ourselves... Most people can't afford for one parent to stay at home. It doesn't have to be the woman, by the way. That's a bit sexist to suggest it would be. But women primarily are the ones who want to stay at home. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 What advice would you give to her? Would you tell her to take the career break? Or would you tell her, no, love, go back to work? Honestly, you'll regret giving up your job. And the number is 087-188-0008. Karen. Hi. 
Um, now, Karen, what would you advise her in this situation? If that was your kind of sister or daughter or something like that. Uh, take the career break. Absolutely, take the career break. You're never going to get this time again. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you had a child. For you to raise a child, you and your husband or your partner or whatever your situation is, why would you ship them off for someone else to do it? Yeah, and I... I know that's quite brutal, but, you know... You no, 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 it's not. You're just being honest. You know, you should, you should have made, you know plans if you're planning to have a family i know that's not always the case but if you're planning to have a family you plan that that's an option for you that's Mm -hmm. what we did in our in our situation you know we decided we were going to have kids the plan wasn't always that i was going to stay at home that's the way it worked out yeah we had a very sick child for our first one so there was no option for me to go back to work i'm sorry in hindsight no he's great look he's fine now um but in hindsight, it was the best thing that ever happened. I have three children now. I'm at home with them. They don't know any different than mommy been at home with them. But I can't imagine sending them to a creche for someone else to do all the things that I do, for someone else to see all these little milestones, for someone else to hear the little chat that they come up with. And, you know... The good I and the bad moments, them. yeah. The good and the bad, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. not an easy job. There's no. days where I'm pulling my hair out. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not easy, but... We've worked really hard. My husband's still working, and I have the joyous task of being at home with my kids, collecting them from school, hearing how they got on. You know, their dinner is on the table when they come home, and it, it's lovely. And it's, did you, can I, I ask ha- you? I did, didn't have that as a child. Did, I didn't have that. Did you have to make financial sacrifices to do that? My husband works two jobs. Okay. So that's the sacrifice yeah. you made, that, that, that obviously you don't get as much you know, time together as a couple. No. So that's no. a sacrifice look, you made. That's fine. They're only going to be this size for a short time. Yeah. I'm like, you know, if you look at it, by the time they're 17, 18, you only get 17 or 18 summers with them. Yeah. Then they're off doing their own thing. And they don't care then. <laughs> and they don't care then. But they don't care then. But I remember... But, but they do appreciate... But they, you're right. As you get older, I remember those summers with my mum and dad. You know, particularly yeah. with my mom being at home, my dad worked. I know that's quite traditional. My dad went out to work. My mom stayed at home. And I remember all those summers and I remember all those days. And I remember I didn't have that. Mm. My mom and dad both worked and they worked long hours. And I remember when my mom did go part time, I would have been maybe 12 or 13. And I loved the days I came home and mom wasn't at work and the house was just home. Yeah. It, it's completely different. You, I can't describe it, but when your mom is there... It, the, the, just the house is home. I talked to somebody before on the air who had two children and she got up at seven o'clock in the morning and said to her husband to go to work and they dropped the kids off at a creche in their pajamas and they collected the kids in the, from the creche then at six or seven o'clock in the evening and they literally had an hour with them before they went to bed again. So, yeah, like, is, that, is that parenting? I, I, personally, I don't think so. Why would you have, if you had a dog, and I'm not comparing dogs to kids, but if you had a dog, you know you're taking on a dog because you have to be there and you have to look after it. Yeah, you you're wouldn't ship it off every day. And I'm not comparing kids to dogs. No, 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 you know, no. I, I get what you're saying because you most know, people, if they're getting a dog, saying, "Why would I get a dog if I'm going to be in work all day?" So you'd consider yeah. that before you'd ha- get yeah, the dog. So if if you're going to have kids, it's not an easy job. It's a thankless job. It's not easy, especially when they're small and they're driving you mad. I'm not going to say it's all roses. It's a hard job. But I, with the days I'm struggling with it, if I send them to a crash and someone in there is having a bad day, I'm not putting crashes down. I'm just saying we're human. 
you have days where you get frustrated. And I don't want my kids to have to row into a routine day in, day out like everyone else. I want them to be kids. I want them to be at home and be their own person. They're going to be long enough stuck in a job or stuck in school, in routines. I just want them to be them and I want them to have freedom. They don't have that in a crash. You don't have that. And what do you what do you say to people who are listening at the moment saying, Karen, well, you know, it's all well for you and your husband works two jobs and well done to you and that's brilliant. But hey, we have to pay bills here. We've a mortgage, we've rent, we've three kids. Uh, I have to go to work, you know, I'm a school teacher, whatever, my husband's a guard or whatever, and we have to go to work to pay the bills and to have that holiday every year and the two cars at the garden, etc., etc. What do you say to those people? Yeah, I get that. But I mean, realistically, most people that have a child, it's, and, and some have more, in a crash, you're paying the guts of a mortgage. So why are you working to pay a crash? They'd say they'd work for their sanity. Yeah, and I get that. There's days I'm here and I've turned around to the kids and I said, that's it, Mammy's going to go and get a job. And they, 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 no, they don't know what it's like for Mammy to go out and have a job, but straight away it's, no, 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 Mammy, don't go, don't go and get a we'll job. We'll be good, we'll be good. <laughs> yeah, we'll be good. But yeah, there's days where I lose my mind. But I know as they get older, it's only going to get a bit easier. My freedom, I am going to have freedom again. But I, I, I wanted to have kids. Did, so but before you had the three expect. kids, did you go into it blindfolded? Like, and a lot of people, I say this to people, but surely you knew, you know, your life was going to change when you had kids. Oh, I did knew you? my life was going to change. I yeah. never for a minute thought it was going to be as difficult as it is. No. Okay. <laughs> nobody, ever does. nobody ever did does. I, you know, and I, I got an extra plate full of stuff, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. with my first. Yeah. Um, and nothing prepared me. Yeah. Nothing. I just thought this was going to be great and I'd love it and I'd have the first and I'd go back to work and then I'd go back pregnant probably I'm sure I'd pop out another one and mm. you know I thought it was all going to be sunshine when my when my second one was 12 months old I found out that I was expecting my third and I'm still he's two now I'm still coming to terms with <laughs> right. um, no but look I wouldn't have anyone else do it no I love I love the end of the day and sitting back. Do you love being a mother? I love being a mother. I yeah. do. I, I, re, I, was, I know this is ridiculous. I was born to do this. <laughs> no, it's I, not, I, no, it's not ridiculous. It's not. It's, I'm you good know what? At it. It's Karen. I'm it's lovely it. to hear. It's refreshing to hear. You know what I mean? And I'm glad you're yeah. good at it. I'm glad you feel you were born to be a mother. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with saying that. I mean, I know there are people out there, probably I know, some I'm feminists sure of the world out there. What she like, and, yeah. but I was. And, and to be at home with them. And do you, do you, I, I mean, I see you, Karen. I now have an image of you. You're at the kitchen table <laughs> with the three kids with the crayons out and the paints all over the place. Yeah, and, and I'm in between, I'm saying, don't put paint on the wall. <laughs> you know, you remind oh, yeah, me of my niece. Like I have a niece. You know. I have a niece just like you. Now, she is a nurse, but she went part-time when she had her kids, right? And she's just like you. And she, I look at her and she always has, I go out for a cup of tea to her, she has a penny on her. And she <laughs> is made to be a mother. She loves being a mother. And she's an amazing mother to her children, three young children. And I, I, and I see you in that role. Yeah, she's always making cakes. You know, maybe cakes. as well, my, my <laughs> situation is probably different than a lot. You know, I know what it's like to come close to losing a child. Yeah, yeah. So, um, to be in that position and to be where I am now, I, I just couldn't hand them over to somebody else. Okay, you know, so you, you think the formative years of a child's life you know, until at least they go to school anyway. At least they go to school. But I mean, by the time mine are in and out of school, I'll be retiring at that stage. So <laughs> I won't be going back to work. 
<laughs> they should be. You um, believe at least a parent should be at home. I, I absolutely, even part time, even part time. You know, if you feel for your sanity, you need that. Then yeah, work two or three days a week. And we but can be all be politically your- correct here, by the way, and say it could be the man or the woman. But I, absolutely, but, absolutely. But ideally, but I think a lot it's of always time, women, isn't it? Primarily, it falls on yeah. the mother. Yeah. yeah. And I think I know only in our situation here at home, I would definitely be the one with more patience and. But women you know, do have more them. patience usually, don't they? Sometimes. Depends yeah. on my day. <laughs> <laughs> depends on them. They're going back to school now in about two weeks. I can't wait. I'll only have one at home. <laughs> but you said, but then you're back to school runs. You're back to yeah, picking them up. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's the, you know, lunches, oh, dreading the lunches. But I mean, look, it yeah. is what it is. It's for a short time. I and mean, it'll be summer again in no time. Or it'll be the Halloween break and then it'll be Christmas. And, you know, it's lovely. It yeah. is lovely. And you, by the way, because you're making a lot of sacrifice and your husband's working two jobs, do you still get to have the two cars and the holiday every year? Um, we have we have a car each, yeah. Um, the holiday every year, our kids are probably a bit too small for that at the minute. Right. I wouldn't put that on myself. But, right. um, <laughs> it is a bit yeah, of a look, thing, if, yeah. If, if grandparents are going to come with us yeah. and, you know, maybe split a week with us, yeah, we would do that. But it's not the same. It's not a holi- the same kind of holiday with kids. Yeah. But hopefully next year, yeah, we are going to head away. We're going to go abroad and it'll yeah. be an all-inclusive holiday because I'm not moving from my kitchen to another kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so for me to have a holiday... Um, Somebody else yeah. has to cook the food. Yeah, we get it. Exactly, we get it. yeah, and that's fair. You know. Okay, well, stay, stay there for a second. Uh, Valerie in Ireland's Classic Kids. Valerie, I, I'm absolutely charmed listening to Karen, a, a woman who's being <laughs> honest, who loves being a mother, and to yeah, quote her, lovely. she was born to be a mother. <laughs> yeah, no, she's a smart lady, actually, to be honest with you. She has a mature head on her shoulders. Mm. Um, I would agree with her completely, I have to say, everything she said there. Um, I mean, if you're in a position that you can afford to do that, now we don't get time back. That's one thing we're all assured of, do you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're in a position to do that, I think it's by far best for the children. Now, if you're a solid parent, if you're absolutely high-strung and wouldn't be able for the responsibility, um, you know, psychologically, well then, you know, maybe it might be up for debate. But, but why, here's the thing, can I, maybe I'm asking a stupid question here, but if you're career orientated and you're high strung, as you put it, and not able for that, why would you have children in the first place? Well, then, if you are, and if you're after spending years, you know, getting an education and you have a big high fluent job making a few hundred thousand or whatever, well, then the next option, if I was in that position when my lads were that age, mine are raised and done for and educated and um, just about to fly the nest now, the second one, and I'm done then. And well, we're never done, but done as far as, you know, yeah. um, that aspect of it is. But if, you're, if you have spent years, I can understand that aspect of it as well. Well, then I would pay for a lady to come in and give them that quality of life within the home. Right, OK. I think, I mean, you know yourself, you've had your own uh, three uh, kids there, and I know they're grown up as well now. But when they're young, they're teething, they get sick. And I mean, you know, employers, and understandably so, they're paying you a wage. They're going to demand your time. And you have to put in the hours. You know, most uh, mm-hmm. full-time jobs are 40 hours a week. But, you know, and you get a certain amount of holidays a year, whatever, 21 days a year, maybe a couple of sick days in some positions, but most of them, they're not paid. But, you know, an awful lot of people have to go to work and they have to put sick children into creches and that. That's horrible. That's yeah. not a quality of life. That's, that's kind of the neglect of the child, really, and I think it's quite sad. So, you know... And this is what I mentioned earlier on when I said I, I knew somebody who had two children and they get up at oh, seven in the morning and put the kids in a creche and collect them at six or in the evening. And that's so heartbreaking. I don't know why... So what's the point? Shocking. What's the point? And then should the weekends, you kind of want a little bit of couple time as well. And yeah. uh, you they know, have I, no bond with their children. 
I hate to say, but I think what you put in now, I mean, there can be exceptions to the rule and things can go wrong with the best of parents as well. But in most cases, they're not. What you put into a person, you're going to get out of them. If you put in that time, I know that the bond I have with um, my two sons and do they still talk about when, you know, they'd have, be sick when they were younger and they'd get up, I'd get up in the night with them and we'd watch Barney and mm. you know, the time. Yeah, been there, about the t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they'd have their toast or their... God, I hate the Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I had that time because I wasn't facing up to get to work. And yes, I mean, yeah, we did make sacrifices to do that, you know, and we did mm-hmm. without certain things. But you can't put a price on quality of life. No, and I think, now maybe I'm going to get, I'm going to be torn apart for saying this, but I think children who are raised by their parents, and I don't want to have a go at crash workers because they're all good people, I'm not suggesting, well, some bad people. They do a job. job. Yeah, it's a job, of course. But, and I do believe some of them have a passion for the children, et cetera, et cetera. But I do believe that a child, the best place for a child is to get the love of a parent. That's all they want. That's all they want. The generation before us, they had very little, really. You know, um, when we were all growing up and kids and we were all at home with our parents and our mothers. And I still look back at those things. I wasn't thinking of what toys I got Christmas or anything. It was the time I had with my parents. Yeah, you know, I know. Me, my mother, you know, going up to the rivers for a swim and being with all the local kids. And, you know, there are things you think back on when you get older and you look back on fondly, you know. Oh, I can remember all the days with my mom at home. Had. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I and, and, and I know Karen's kids. I mean, the other thing as well is, that you would then instill your own values in your children. It's, so it's not yeah. the values of a crash worker. Do you understand, do you understand what I'm saying? They go on to do the same thing when they have children. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are not commodities. Do you know what I mean? And, um, you know, I think it's hugely important as a parent to kind of just to be there to bond with your children. And no company, if you were on about the charities and that earlier. But, you know, if you're not, um, haven't got, um, you know, you're not related to the person you're minding, you're not going to have that very same bond yeah. or that same, you know. By the way, Karen, was there ever a discussion about, you know, and I know your first child, unfortunately, was yeah. ill. But was there ever a discussion about, you know, you going to work and, you know, the kids going into crashes? Was that ever a discussion with oh, you? Oh, no, no. If, if it's... The, the plan had been that after I had the first, if things had been all fine and he wasn't in hospital for so long, um, the plan would have been in normal situation that my mother would have minded the kids. I would have gone back to work and at some point then I would have either cut back to part time or not worked at all. Okay. Um, so eventually I was, you know, I was going to be at home. What did you, can I ask what you worked at? At some can, point what did, anyway. What did you work at? I worked in finance. Okay. And do you miss it? God, she's honest. Go on, yes, go on, Valerie. Yeah, yeah. No, but when your kids are young like that, I mean, it is a bit tough, I suppose, maybe on her partner, her husband, if he's to work two jobs. I mean, you wouldn't like to see him absolutely exhausted. No, no, of course not. But no, fair play to him. I mean, look, I, I, but hang on, I did exactly what her husband is doing. I did exactly the same. My ex-wife was a uh, stay-at-home mother. I don't regret a minute of that or I don't regret that decision ever I worked yeah. two jobs I had my own business during the day I was working as a DJ at night I remember when the kids were very young I was DJing at night thankfully I was on good money and I could yeah. afford to be there during the day for them as well as you know so I basically as well as her being a stay at home mom, I was there during the day as well so I got to see all those moments when they grew up which was great I then yeah. took up a second job in my own business to make sure that they had everything they ever wanted and so I did the same as her husband. Yeah, but um, what I was going to suggest is there are ways around that as well. I mean, when mine were young and I needed to supplement the income a little bit, 
I did a little bit of after school care. You know, there were mm-hmm. certain people around me that kind of saw me at home with the lads and, you know, thought it was a lovely situation and kind of said, would you be interested in... Looking you know, after mine as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, no, what I did was I wouldn't have done it full time now in a million years because it's, you know, tough going when you're raising your own. But I did a little bit of after school care, you know, with um, one or two boys, you know, that I collect them after school and their mum would collect them at six o'clock and they do their homework together. And they were actually company for mine, but it also supplemented the income, which was the same as working part time. Uh, uh, so in this particular email that I got in from the woman who's been on the career break, uh, because, well, not the career break, working remotely, but now she has to go back to work and she wants to know, should she take a career break for a two-year-old daughter? Like Karen, you would advise her, yes, take the career break. Absolutely, yeah. Yes, yeah. there's an option to take a career break and go back yeah. to work. It, that's keeping your options open. Absolutely take the career break. You're mm-hmm. never going to get fantastic. this time again. Yeah, very lucky to get that opportunity if yeah. her job is going to be held for her. Any Thank regrets you. at all, Karen, by the way? Any regrets? No, no. <laughs> None. None. You, were, you were born None. to be a mother, Karen. I was born to be a mother. That's going to go on <laughs> our promo. Anyone else's. <laughs> That's going on the Niall Boylan Show promo for the next week. Karen is God. born to be a mother. Karen, lovely <laughs> talking to you. Myself. Keep up the you great work, all right? Much. Thank you as well, Valerie. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is 0871880008. She's born to be a mother. Anyway, I want to get back to the email. So this woman, she's been on uh, remote working with her husband for the last year and a half, as most people, a lot of people have. They've been back in the office for October. She's a two-year-old daughter. Uh, the husband's not au okay with the idea. He wants her to put the kid in the creche. He doesn't see anything wrong with it. She says, no, I'd rather take a career break. We can afford it. I think we can afford it. We can make a few sacrifices. I want to stay at home with my daughter. And by the way, there was research out, and I know Richie will remind me by text a few a few minutes, there was research out by Solace going back a good while ago, and the majority, the vast majority of working women in Ireland when asked, would they rather be at home with their children, or would they have rather been home with the children? The vast majority said yes. So what would you do in that situation? question I'm simply asking you is, I suppose this is a shortcut to put them in a creche. What advice would you give in this situation? If you had to make this decision yourself, would you put your child in a creche and go back to work? For your own sanity, maybe? That's what people say. You often hear women say, I don't get that, by the way. They have a baby, right? Now, maybe I'm wrong, and you can correct me here, right? But they have a baby. And then after about four or five weeks, you know, when the maternity leave starts running out, oh, jeez, I can't wait to get back to work. And I'm, ah, you've just had a baby. The most wondrous thing in the world, the most joyful time in your life. You want to spend time with that little baby. Oh, I can't, oh, I can't wait to go back to work. Oh, it drives me mad. Michelle, you're in Ireland's class of kids. How are you doing, Michelle? Good, how are you? None the better for listening to our show today, I can tell you, because it says here on my screen you're feeling a level of guilt at the moment. And I think our show today is probably making you feel worse. Oh my God, when I heard it, I was actually annoyed at you and I love you so much. Oh, I'm generally. sorry, Michelle. Sorry, what have I done? No, no, it's your job, it's your job, but just your opinion, absolutely, everybody is entitled to their opinion, mm. but um, I was just saying there to Ashlyn that my, I have a one-year-old and my partner and myself are back work full-time, I went back at six months, right? because I had said to the company, I will be back at six months, okay. so they held on to my job for me. Now, I didn't get maternity leave, but that's another story, or maternity, I paid for maternity, so that's another story. Yeah. So I did save up to have my child so I could manage the bills. Well done to um, you. But um, I say it worked very hard. Um, look, basically, we have so many bills that my count is even in currently in minus, and two of us are working full time. So uh, there's a lot of cases out there where you can stay at home. I would absolutely love to have loads of money 
and to stay home and, and rear my child more. But when I'm with her, I appreciate every second so much. But I'm back at work. Michelle, I did say, now I'm going to cover myself here so you don't give out <laughs> to me. I did say there are people who unfortunately in a financial situation where they can't. And I did say that happened. That can happen. I said, no, but I did say there are many who claim that they can't. But if they actually, actually sacrificed a little bit, a few things, bits and pieces, they could. That's, I didn't say that was everybody's case, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's just like there's a lot of people out here listening today, in my opinion, that feel so, so bad, like, that, that going back to work. Like, when I was growing up, probably like yourself, we had nothing. I used to remember being embarrassed to go into school because people used to say, oh, what are you getting for your Christmas clothes? I don't know if you were saying like that in Dublin. And we used to get nothing at home. And I want better for my child. Yeah. And I'd rather be at work for her. We just bought a house uh, a few months before she was born on purpose. So we'd have it for her. So we ha- we'd have So you've a nice big mortgage now, have you? A, a nice big mortgage, a nice big credit union loan. And believe me, we only have a bathroom and a kitchen. It's not like we went out and got fancy things or anything like that. No, but look, and a I home is a home. It doesn't matter. You know, it's, it doesn't have to be South Fork. You know what I mean? It's a home. And a home I is a home. Want- it's a place you call home. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I just wanted better for her because we had absolutely nothing. My mother was a single parent, like a lot of women, unfortunately, due to several different circumstances. But I just wanted better for her. I'd, I'd drop her at the creche. I used to have a minder just by herself. Yeah. And you know what? I moved her and putting her in the creche was the best decision I made. She's so confident. She doesn't want to leave. She's so happy. And now I, I'm in sales, so I've curtailed my hours to 39 hours a week. So trying to manage the household, you know, all the I know that can be tough. Yeah, that can be tough. It can be, it can be tough, but we're, a lot of us are doing it for the kids. And when you, you when you heard Karen before the break there saying she was born to be a mother, etc., etc., I know you were listening to Karen before the break, and she sounded like a lovely I person. I mean, does th- that's what made you feel guilty because you wanted to be Karen? Is that is that what it no, was? Well, well, uh, personally, um, on the other side of things, if I could afford to stay at home, I probably still would work two or three days a okay. week because for my sanity. But I love, I think, I love every second with my child. Yeah. I make the most of every second with my child. So we should be, people going out to work as well should be actually admired and not looked down upon for going to work. Oh, no, I, I would never look down. But, but here's the thing. I find that people like Karen or people who stay at home, you know, uh, who decide to, you know, be a stay-at-home mum, uh, because it is primarily women who stay at home still. Uh, not fathers. Um, I, I find they get looked down upon sometimes. You know, people kind of look at them and go, oh, you're stay at home. You're one of those. Like, I find they, and they shouldn't because it's a wonderful job and it's a wonderful thing to do as well to stay at home if you, if you can afford it. Absolutely. And I found those six months at home extremely, extremely overwhelming and hard. So I do, I... I was, do child, was, was childbirth, when you had the baby... We only talked about this actually last week, you know, th- this whole idea of childbirth and it not being what you expected because everybody immediately thinks it's all roses, roses, fluffiness and lovely smells of babies. But it's not quite like that because I know I've been no. in that situation. So, I mean, was childbirth and having a baby everything it was cracked up to be or was there, an, was it an anticlimax or was it more than you thought or what, how did you react after the baby was born? At the time, I found it very difficult because she had colic and reflux and nobody oh, I could know. tell me what was going on. Yeah, I know. So, my, my son had reflux and colic. And I remember oh, at one stage, well, chucking the, I, said to the, I said to the doctor in Crumlin Hospital, should I just throw the bottle on the floor and cut out the middleman? Yeah, because... Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And I felt useless because I tried to breastfeed. 
it didn't work for me and so might and it was actually the colic at the end that you know and the stress of it all I had to stop breastfeeding after three weeks and I felt so guilty because of that as well because the child was hungry but it turns out it was all over the colic and reflux you know yep. and the stress of it all I just didn't have enough milk for her so it's, the start of it has was very extremely hard but now I'm finding the moments where she's mama cuddling me you know wants me it's it's the start of it wasn't what you expected but every second I have with her now is more than I could ever have imagined oh, I would recommend to everybody to have children hey, look it's it has its pitfalls but those wonderful moments as you mentioned where they give you a cuddle or they say mammy for the first time and all those wonderful moments that you go through when they walk for the first time etc etc and then head off to school for the first time and you've all that to look forward to as well by the way I mean even 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 when they slap you in the face and pull your hair they look at you <laughs> and you, 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 you smile at them you know you know it's it's amazing. it's amazing Michelle I'm sorry if I made you feel real guilty today I didn't mean oh, to make okay. you feel guilty no I think I just my last point, I just think we should be admired for getting up off our bums and going to work and trying to manage everything else as well, not just made feel bad about it that we're letting the child down. All right, listen, Michelle, thank you very much indeed. I've got to come to, uh, who have I got to after the um, I've got to go to somebody after the break. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, Teresa, who works in a child, she's a child care worker. So let's give us both sides of the story. Stay there with me, Teresa. I'm going to come to you straight after the break. In the meantime, keep sending in your messages as well. The number is 87 if you want to send in a WhatsApp message. Morning, Niall. Um, listening to uh, your topic about the, the mother wanting to take a career break, I think it's a, a really, really good idea. Um, you know yourself, my son passed away recently at age 26 after an accident. But um, when we had our kids, you know, all those years back, you know, me and my wife sat down, we did the budget and we cut back on a lot of things. You know, we had the one car, paid the house. I took up a part-time job with my full-time job and she stayed at home with them until they start going to school. And then when they started going to school, she took on a part-time job. That stage, I dropped my second job and start coaching their sports or taking part in sports and activities with them too. And I can tell you now, because he's gone, I know the memories we have and the time we have is more valuable than I can ever would have imagined. And I can only think of a parent who may have let their kid grow up in a crash or whatever and missed all those times and those memories, how much it would hurt them if they lost their child before they went and passed away. So I think she should take that career break and enjoy every minute she can with that child. Thanks a lot. All the best. Lovely message, John. And once again, I know, I know your story from before. Uh, condolences to you on the loss of your child. All right. Uh, let me just go to... Um, where's it going here now? Yeah. Teresa. Yeah, sorry. Teresa on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Teresa? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Teresa, now you can see both sides of this. And we've heard both sides from, you know, we heard earlier on there from Karen. And then we spoke to Michelle there before the break. So two different sides of the coin, so to speak. Yeah. Well, I've, I've worked as a childcare provider for 12 years. Nile. Mm. And I, any parent that came in to me, they were either leaving their child into me because they didn't have a choice, because they had a big mortgage or whatever, or, you know, they might put their child in because the child was the only child at home and needed to be mixing. And I could see the parents, their hearts would be breaking, leaving the children. You know, that people don't just put their children into childcare just at the drop of a hat. I just feel that it's so unfair on parents, you know, when they have a little baby, then straight away they have to look for childcare. Childcare now is very hard to find. Whereas I ran a home-from-home environment, you know, I yeah. had a space in the front of my own house to do it, and I employed a girl to work with me. 
who was also a mother. And I had used childcare in the past when my older children were younger. So I kind of see it from both sides. And that was the whole reason that I went into childcare the first day was because I used to be sad leaving the children. So I went back to school, did the childcare course and opened my own child childcare facility. Now, I was able to do that, thank God, you know. But what, but, but yeah, but what advice, now that you can see it from both sides, and, and by the way, I'm not suggesting for a minute that people who work in childcare or work in crashes are not dedicated to the job. 99% oh, of them that. are. Yes. Uh, but now, don't get me wrong, there's always going to be a few bad apples out there. Uh, but in saying that, what advice would you give to a parent who could make a couple of sacrifices and could stay at home. But there is an argument against that, as Michelle mentioned, that for her own sanity, she still would like to stay working two or three days a week. Do you, do you think stay, being the stay-at-home mum, as Karen is, and says she's born to be a mother, do you think that's a good idea? You know what? In the long term, no, I don't think it's good for a child development. Yes, the first few months are vital for a child's development, but I really think it stands to a child if they're in mixing with children. Um, but are they going to do know, that when they go into um, Montessori or preschool, for example, at the age of three anyway? At the age of three, Nile, a child starts to, with a child starts to stranger anxiety from nine to 12 months. Yeah. So if you have a child at home just seeing its parents or meeting, you know, family, friends and that um, now and again, that little child is going to be afraid going into um, a childcare, or not a childcare setting, but a Montessori setting. They're a lot more capable if they have been mixing in a childcare setting beforehand. So they're not withdrawn. They know how to take back their, their pencil. They know how to take back, you know, whatever they're playing with. So then they can enjoy that experience at Montessori or play school. Whereas if they haven't had that side of the mixing prior to that, their whole day is going to be very traumatic for them. No, no, I know, I know, I know, I do, I do get that, and I do get that sometimes it's a good kind of training ground for them. Yes. Yeah, to to experience life in general and to grow up. Maybe yes. little. Some people might say, you know, because they're inter- interacting with more children, they kind of experience a lot more very quickly. But but do me a favor, stay there because I want to go to Deirdre as well. Deirdre, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Deirdre? Hi, Niall. How are you? You took a career break. I did. Yeah. I did, and it was honestly the best thing I ever done. Okay, and how long did you take that career break for? Just over two and a half years, but okay. I had had my six months maternity prior to that. So right, so it was two and a half years, years of, yeah. Yeah, the first three years of my youngest daughter's life, I was at home, and then I went back to work full time. Okay. The, the only reason I done it, my first, my eldest three children from my first marriage, I wasn't working. I was a full time stay at home mom when they were born. Okay. And circumstances changed, divorced, new job, remarried. New job, new man. Exactly. (laughs) I I wasn't going to deprive my youngest daughter of what my eldest three children had. Yeah. So halfway through my maternity leave, got word from work. I'm a civil servant, so I don't know if you recall the incentivised career break. That's right. I do. Well, they, 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 I know I had friends work in RTE actually who took those and they were kind of incentivised to take them. For, for a career break, it was brilliant. Yeah. Because there was an income coming in. But because my husband at the time wasn't on a great income, if he had been on a huge income, the incentivised part wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. But after, after that ended, my eldest was going to college. She was going to Griffith. 
The way so, I'm trying to remember the way that worked, they offered a kind of a lump sum of a few quid. It was a, it, it was a third of the salary that you would earn normally for a maximum of three years. Yeah, that was that was a great deal. I tell you, thought because yeah. I know a friend of mine who decided to use the opportunity, and she went to Australia or something like that with her uh, now husband. He was her partner at the time, and they went off on a bit of a tour of the world. And they for yeah. two years she was out of work. Well, when I say out of work, she took that break. Yeah, like mm. I wasn't long in the civil service at the time, so my gross wage per annum wasn't huge. Yeah. I was coming out with around 1,800 euro every three months. Yeah. So 600 a month. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have 600 a month to pay on childcare. Or sorry, I wasn't having to You'd pay less expenses, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I went back to work full time after the three years. My eldest was going to Griffith. Susie and all that wasn't around. There was mm. no grant for Griffith. So I had to make the decision to go back that little bit earlier than the three years. Okay. So I went back to work full-time for four years. And at this stage then, my daughter was turning seven, turning eight. And I kind of said, I'm going to take the opportunity that I'm look- I'm lucky enough to be a civil servant and be able to avail of these yeah, opportunities. Yeah, it's great opportunities. So I went on work here. I worked nine to three. Now, I'm still working nine to three. So I was able to drop her. Well, I mean, that's, isn't, isn't that the wonderful thing about working for the civil service? And I know people in that situation where you can do flexi time and you can do all these other things that they do that they offer, which is because it lends itself to being in to having a family and they have a consideration for the fact that you have a family. But I only have a short amount of time, I have 50 seconds left here. The bottom line, you would suggest if it was this girl who was in the email, who sent in the email and, you know, wants to know, should she take a career break, you would advise her to do it. If if financially they can switch things around, wriggle things around. The main thing I would say is what I saved on childcare balanced yeah. my loss of earnings. Yeah. Okay. But if it was three years, I would never get back and I'd never want it any other way either. Yeah, absolutely. You enjoyed every moment of it. Yeah. All right. Listen, yeah, Deirdre. It was great to get back to work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for your sanity. All right. Listen, Deirdre. Thank you very much indeed. Lovely talking to you. And thanks to everybody, by the way, who got involved in the show as well today. Uh, a lot of people are saying the same thing. It's a kind of mix, isn't it? You've got, you kind of got to balance it out. But a lot, most people suggesting that the first few years of a child's life, if you can, if you can, and your own sanity allows you to do it as well, um, it's probably the best for the child for the first two or three years. Because it's said to me, most ch- children, all they want is love. That's all they want. They don't want anything apart from that. And it was lovely to hear Karen. Very refreshing, by the way, to hear Karen at the, at the start of the show. And also Michelle, by the way, too. It was lovely talking to you. But... When Karen said she was born to be a mother, I mean, that's something that I think we should hear a lot more of in this kind of modern world where we're all afraid to say things like that. There's nothing sexist about that. I know the feminists wouldn't be too pleased to hear it. But she was born to be a mother because she has a womb and men don't have those things. So most women are born to be a mother because if they weren't born to be a mother, that would be the end of civilization. So Karen, thank you very much and well done for saying it. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.